This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Max Cohen with Inside Out Tennis, brought to you by Believe, LA's number one sports podcast network. Today, we're going to be going over Miami, going over some highlights, and talk about how crazy it was to see the next-gen players take over this tournament. With me today, we have Andre Sala, a.k.a. Duder, a five-star recruit on tennis recruiting and an incoming freshman at the University of Nebraska. Andre, what's up? Pretty pumped to be here, you know. It's always fun to be here with Max. Andre and I trained at the uh, same academy in high school, so this is a little family reunion we got going on here. This will be fun. So today, obviously talking about Miami, a lot of sick matches. Andre, how crazy was it to see these guys go, yeah, go deep know, in this tournament? It, I think it really brought out uh, all the young guys. All the young guys came to play in Miami. I don't know if it was the warm weather, the humidity, but... I know, dude. These guys love playing in Miami. I mean... It's crazy to think. I was looking at this. I was looking at the draw earlier, and it said twelve matches had like the combination of two guys under the age of twenty-three, and that is that's unheard it's, of, man. It's unbelievable. And and there's still more that that are moving up the rankings, and who who maybe were in qualies or were just outside. And oh, for sure, and, it's not even just like Chapo who made it deep or TFO. You have guys like Opelka winning a couple matches. Oh yeah, Mackie doing well. You have uh, Felix in there who's going to become, oh my God. He's probably gonna be, I think he's going to be top 40 after this tournament, you know. He'll be 33. It's cr- Dude, I can't believe it. Um, obviously, highlight matches were uh, Felix versus Korich, sick match. Uh, Nick versus Korich, Shapo versus Jordan Thompson, who we're going to talk about later because Jordan Thompson is now my new favorite player after this tournament. I don't know how, how you can't like Jordan Thompson. He's a pretty likable guy. Apparently, he's one of the nicest guys on tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my buddies, Jared Donaldson, Jay played Fly. on tour, and uh, apparently everybody likes all those Australians. You know, they come across as, I don't know, kind of cocky, and oh, yeah, nobody sure. likes them, but they have that they have that kind of cocky persona on the court, but once they get off the court, they're yeah. completely different people. Oh yeah, for sure, Nabil and I were talking about that, and how Demon Hour seems like an asshole, Nick seems like an asshole, but then if you actually watch their interviews, they seem like super nice guys. Oh yeah, sometimes they may even be kind of cocky in interviews they may throw some shade to their opponents <laughs> sometimes which you don't hear from those top guys like Rafa and Feder. but oh well they're seasoned vets exactly but um okay another cool stat I have for you seven guys in the top 25 under 23 years old can you guess all seven Zverev obviously number one 21 years old Tsitsipas Tsitsipas of course Kachanov how old is Kachanov 22? Yeah. Turning 23 soon. He'll be 23 in a month and a half. I think. Something like that. Next. Shapovalov. Yeah, Shapo, my guy. Oney. Turning 20 soon. Yep. And uh, Damon R. Those are the ones that I can only think of. 
Okay, Demon Hour is number 25 in the world. You also missed Korich and Medvedev. Medvedev is my least favorite player other than Sam Query. You don't think of Medvedev because he's got those those ugly strokes of his, but, you know, he, he gets those wins. I know, he, dude. He breaks them in. That guy is just so bad at this sport. He plays just... The way he plays tennis is like... It looks like a rec player who was never <laughs> taught how to play, but he just somehow learns, learns to win. Okay, let's get more analytical in terms of the tournament. Jordan Thompson. He was 77 in the world coming into Miami, losing a team in, my, in Indian Wells. Big match. He played pretty well. Uh, me and Nabil talked about this last week. Uh, Cam Nori first round. You know, I mean, going back to team, I mean, I think those courts really suit team more than they suit yeah, um, yeah, of course. Uh, Thompson. So for him to put up that big of a fight, even even with team playing so well on those courts, those slow, gritty courts out in Indian Wells, I think that's pretty impressive. What was the score of that match? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was four and five. Yeah, yeah. Four and six, you're, you're maybe, right, you're right. But, um, it was close. It was a really close it match. It was a tight match, but a guy like Thompson who, who really likes to serve big, likes to come in a lot. Dude, his um, forehand is filthy. He has super nice hands, too, which is... Yeah, he moves doesn't, forward well. It doesn't suit him on those courts. Like, team, team ripping yeah. five feet behind the baseline, hitting cannon, those massive one-handers yeah. of his. I, had, I actually um, had Cam Norrie winning that first round match against Jordan Thompson. That, yeah, that one surprised me. I Cam Norrie had a he, TCU. He came out playing lights out in that match. I mean, you going three sets with Cam Norrie, I mean... He's good. Cam, Cam Norrie's a good player. And then taking out Karen Hatchinov, two and three. So mm-hmm. simple. Beating Kachinov, like, Kachinov hitting those huge forehands of his, I don't know how he does it. Dude, that forehand, the, the grip. Have you seen the grip? It's worse than Rafa's in Jack Sox. Like, it's literally, like, the... The most extreme grip I've ever seen. Just absolutely craziness. Unbelievable. Karen didn't play bad either. No, I mean, sometimes you know, on tour you just have to say too good, and that's one of those matches. Yeah, he also ended up beating Grigor. What is going on with Dimitrov? Why is he not winning slams? Uh, Why I mean, right is that now, guy I think so Grigor, bad? I think Grigor's a little banged up right now. I don't think he's fully healthy. He's hurt? He doesn't look fully healthy when you watch him play, but I mean, he pulled out of Indian Wells because of it. I saw him yeah. there, actually. He was... He was out there practicing with uh, Felix, and Felix oh, really? like he was owning him in practice. Wow! And he, I didn't, I didn't see that he had pulled out yet. And then a couple of days later, it, he was, he had pulled out. And Grigor's just a choke. I like him. I love his game, but he just can't, can't win matches when he needs to, or win points when he needs to. Um, another cool thing in all these matches, Thompson actually went on to be or to play Kevin Anderson, lost five and six to him. Big time match though. But he served over 70% in first serve percentage in every single match that he won. That's unbelievable. I mean, going over to the Kevin Anderson match, I mean, Kevin Anderson lives in Miami. You know, that's kind of home field advantage for him. I didn't know if that. that. If that's a thing in tennis, but... Oh, um, for sure. Same with Big John. Yeah, oh. Big John, have a year, Big John! He is playing sick. Obviously, today lost in the final, was a little bit injured. They're saying stress fracture in his foot. But John Isner, my guy, taking out Kyle Edmund. I mean, mean, it almost seems like he won every single match in that tournament, six and six. I mean, I think he played Vanola, Ramos Vanolas, five and six. Is that right? And I think everybody else is six and six leading into the finals. Yeah, dude, you're right. I mean, going like that and where he was, I think in Felix in the semis, he was. he was, he was, Felix was serving for the set in each set, 
and John just rallied back. You know, I mean, I think Felix's immaturity kind of kicked in a little bit there, knowing you'd make. Yeah. I think it would be his first uh, ATP 1000 final. But um, dude, he played Felix. Let's talk about Felix a little bit because everyone wants to talk. about Everybody Felix likes. Right now. I mean, how can you not like and want to talk about Felix? Felix is unbelievable. He won seven matches. He came through qualies. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. I assumed he, after. I mean, obviously you think of him as a top player now because of his Indian Wells run, but I could. I didn't even imagine him having come through qualies. I think he was outside the top hundred before Indian Wells. Actually, one forty four, I think. But dude, it's insane. He won seven matches. His eighth match just didn't have enough. But I mean. It's just too good. He trained with uh, Roger this summer. Yeah, I mean you can see why. You can see why he trained with Roger. I mean he's got, he's he's what eighteen, turning yep. nineteen. Yep. I think in maybe like five months. Yeah. He's not even he's eighteen young. and a half. He's young. I mean, he's he's got an unbelievable uh, game for the future. He he his game style is just loves to hit huge. Like yeah. likes to attack. And I think that game really suits the future of tennis. I mean, you look at how all these guys are playing. They're all big guys look at, with huge forehands, not-so-great backhands, looking to take over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Well, Felix's backhand's not bad. No, that's why I think he, he, can, yeah. he can take over. D- like, I, Roger does that a lot. He brings guys to Dubai to oh, train, yeah. young guys. He yeah. brought Jared, right? Yeah, he took uh, after Kalamazoo the year Jared Couple lost years in the ago. finals. Yeah. He took uh, the winner, Colin Altamirano, who ended up playing uh, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, good player. And um, he took Jared. They took him there, for fly, flew him out, uh, put them up in a hotel, one of the nicest hotels in Dubai. And he just worked him out for a couple, for two months, I think. And Yeah, Roger, after one of his matches, had an interview with um, the Tennis Channel guys and was speaking so highly of Felix's mentality, the way he works on the court. He's so strict on his diet. I mean, he's he's acting like a like a vet, but he's 18. I mean, I think a lot of that comes with from being a really young age, being surrounded by those guys. So I don't know this for a fact, but I know here in the U.S. they they take care of their of, young guys, taking care of the the young guys with a lot of talent that they see are really good. So if Felix was really good at a young age, I'm assuming that the Canadian Federation took him in and had him practicing with guys like Rayonich. Same with Chapo, took in Chapo as a young guy yeah. with Rayonich, having him hit with Pospisil, all those good good Canadian guys, setting them up for the future and teaching him how to be a pro as a as a young kid. I've been a little disappointed by Rayonich these past couple weeks. He um he's been struggling a little bit. He played Kyle Edmund who is a really good player, obviously can produce really good results, but but something isn't right. Something's not there and you saw that kind of in Indian Wells when you went three sets with Marcos. What did you you watched that match? What did you think I, about I that? I saw I saw some of that match. I mean, Marcos looked like he was really feeding off the environment. I mean, oh dude, with a, a guy with momentum is super yeah. dangerous. I mean, especially I, in the especially game of tennis. Especially at that level too. I mean, the difference between Marcos, who was I think around two hundred in the world at that time, and Rayonich, now is just isn't that big. It's it's all mental and Marcos feeding off the environment, feeding off playing that big stadium. Um, yeah, also at home. Like, he's from California. He, he, grew he went in, to UCLA. Yeah, he grew up in Thousand Oaks. Marcos has opportunities to do well at Indian Wells, obviously, just because I'm sure I saw Billy Martin out there. I know Rickus was out there. A lot of UCLA guys. The, I'm sure his momentum and his confidence was just at the peak, at his yeah, peak. Yeah, I mean. But still, Rounded should not have lost that match. Yeah. Or well, not, he made it lose, so close. It shouldn't have been nearly as close as it was. Marcos was actually up 4-2 in that third set. 4-1. 4-1 in that he third set. He should have won that third set. Yeah, I, I agree. He should have lost that match, but that shows you how mental tennis is. I mean, 
But doesn't matter. He's getting out of the Canadian tennis. We got Shapo coming in, exactly. Felix. Uh, Shapovalov, huge, huge tournament. Beating Dan Evans first round, Rublev in the second round, Tsitsipas in the third round. I mean, then you can't... Then taking out TFO in the semis in Miami. You can't beat better players right now. And they're all young. Tsitsipas, young. TFO, young. Rublev, young. These guys are... It's I mean, the next gen, man. Yeah, this is, it, we're in the transition of tennis right now. It's great. It, it really makes you, like, kind of pump for, for the future of tennis. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. I know. I was... <laughs> funny story. I was talking to my dad, who's, like, a classic tennis fan, you know? Loves Roger. Loves Rafa. Loves Novak. And he's like, I finally have hope again. Finally <laughs> have hope in, in terms of the ATP. And I agree. I mean, these guys are finally starting to perform at the... At their top notch and at, being able to at compete. such young ages. So imagine yeah. what's Chapo gonna be in six years. How much Dude, better is he gonna be in six he's years? He's gonna be so and he's not even, good. And he's not even gonna be like he's gonna be what? He's 19, 19 right now. He's gonna yeah. be twenty five. Yeah. What's Chapo gonna Still be? Like, young. How good is he yeah. gonna be in, at twenty six? Felix, Felix in five years. Where's I mean, he gonna be? It's like yeah, immeasurable how good they can be. I agree. I agree. Uh, we have the clay season coming up. Guys are gonna be in Houston, which I. Don't really like that tournament. Seems like an old guys kind of tournament. <laughs> or Morocco. Neither draws come out, so I can't give you any predictions. But just hyping up the clay season a little bit. Dominic team, looking nice after Indian Wells. What do you think? I mean, team, unbelievable on the slow surfaces, especially in the clay. Like He just hits the ball so freaking heavy, man. I mean, and if Nadal's healthy, you got to look out for him. I mean, well, obviously, yeah. as long as he's going to be playing. And Novak, you, you can't. But you what about these young guys? Back. Do you think Felix can perform the same way he did on hard in on play? I, I think he can. I mean, when you're that good, you're, you're going to be successful no matter what surface you're playing on. Now, how successful is going to change how well they're playing, how much they like it. Dude, he is one spot away from being fucking seated at a slam. He's 33 now. And he, he will likely be seated. Because, yeah, someone's not going to play. Mean, somebody's not going to play. And if he does well leading up to... Uh, the, the, French? the French Open, I think he probably will get seated. So. I can't believe that he came in this year 144. It's Indian Wells, he is 144. It's insane, man. And, this guy's so good. Getting one wild card at Indian Wells, doing well, qualifying in Miami, going as deep yeah. as he did. I mean, you can't, I mean. Thank you, Mr. Roger Federer, for bringing me to Dubai. Dubai yeah. is what Felix will be saying the you, next. You got to give a guy like that a lot of credit. I mean, yeah, the wild card helps, but I mean. That's he's making good use of those wild cards. It's not like Donald yeah, Young from true. years and years ago getting wild cards every yeah. week, getting a ranking because of that and blah blah. How blah. old was Donald Young when he start, came up? He was younger than Felix. He was, he was younger 18. than eighteen. He was about eighteen. Really? Why did I cards. think it was like sixteen? It wasn't that young. It was about eighteen, and then he just kept getting wild cards from the USTA and not making any use out of them. That dude's a waste of talent, and, man. And he was just getting his ranking based off that. He went around here, went around there, went around here, went around there, get all the prize money, get all the points, and. I mean, look at him now, but I mean, look at Felix. Like that guy's yeah. that guy's using the most of his his ability, and that guy's getting use out of that wild. What do you what do you think about Roger on clay? He hasn't played clay since 2016, where he did well, but he hasn't played clay. I think I mean it's Roger. You can't ever count him out. Anything. You think, I th- he's, I think he's, he's you think he's a threat? I think he's a big threat. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think he obviously is Roger. He could do well anywhere. I think as long as Roger Federer is playing tennis, he's gonna be a threat. I don't think he's gonna play if he's not a threat. I agree. No, That's why he pulled out last year. He wasn't. He didn't feel he was a threat. So. Well, he needs the points now, man. Yeah. I he mean, needs the points now to because he he's not gonna win Wimbledon again. Maybe he could. I don't know. I'm tough. just talking. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited to see where this uh this clay season takes us, especially with these young guys. Um, Isner's hurt now. 
That's tough. That's I big. Feel, I feel bad for him. I mean, the thing about that is he's not a – I mean, he's a threat on clay just because he serves a bomb, but everything's so much slower. So you think the time off could actually be beneficial, just I mean, get him on grass after he's healthy? I don't think it's beneficial, but – Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't lose too much time. You never want to see a guy go down with injury. That's, I mean, that's the worst. They were saying stress fracture in his foot. It I mean, looked really bad. but he, he looked like he was not moving well. The first bad. set, he didn't look horrible. You couldn't tell it was an injury until really that second set where it was like he really couldn't move. Especially the end of that second set when he, like, he was just guessing where Federer was going to hit. If Federer hit the other way, then... But all credit to Roger, the GOAT, losing one point on his first serve in the first set. Losing, I think... Four points the whole match on his, sec- on his, his first serve. serve. It's absurd. Beating great players. Roger, my hat comes off to you as always. You are the GOAT. I think Novak will pass you in that category, but as of right now, you are the GOAT. I don't know about that. No? No, of course, that. man. Novak's too good. <laughs> He's too solid. He's always been solid. But, um, yeah, so hype up the hyping up the clay. You got Houston. Houston, Morocco, Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo Everybody loves my Monte favorite Carlo. tournament. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Players are gambling in the casinos. <laughs> I mean, it's, you got, I mean, there's, I don't think there's another better tournament in the world than Monte Carlo. There's the Swedish tournament, which they're, is supposed to be just as fun. I mean, they're playing, they're playing on, on the on beach, a, on, on, literally on the beach with the ocean views, boats bigger than the state of California. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get better. It'll be a good time. So tennis looking up, next gen looking up. Andre Duder, always a pleasure to have you on. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. So, uh, peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.